on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. Okay. I know we've brought up the story about that couple from Australia before that were dating and then they found out they were brother and sister. Do you oh remember that story? Oh my gosh, yes. They were, oh my gosh, they were boyfriend and girlfriend for yeah. quite some time. Yeah. And then they found out, they did like a 23andMe or something and they found out they were like actual full-blood siblings. Yep. What? You Do we know what happened with that? Uh, no, they stayed together. Remember oh they stayed my. together? Yeah. Oh yeah, because they were like, oh, we're not planning on having kids, so it's yep. fine. It was a boyfriend. Oh it was a boyfriend girlfriend from Australia, and they decided that they were going to stay together because they didn't want kids. This is a doozy, though. I read this headline: a man, his life is shattered. I'm going to read you the headline. This is from Mirror okay. over in the UK. I'm worried. So I'm going to read it in a British accent. It says a man's life is shattered. As he discovers his wife of six years is actually his sister. So check Hold this up, out. Just a second. Also, that's crazy. But first of all, your uh, your accent. What yeah. was that? Adopted man's life is shattered as he discovered his wife of six <laughs> years is actually his it's sister. It's like a blend of just your regular voice with a well, tinge of English and Australian. I'm anyway, trying. So they've been married six years. Yeah. And this guy went on Reddit. Okay, so he's telling his own story. So here is the deal. This man was adopted. And he was adopted, like his uh, birth parents gave birth and then like he was adopted, I think like the next day, Mm -hmm. whatever. So goes on his life. He's adopted. Life goes on all this stuff. But he says that uh, his wife and mother of two children. Okay. They've been married for six years. His wife and mother of two children needed a kidney transplant. So naturally as the husband, he's like, well, hey, I want to see maybe I can be a match. And as the doctors looked into it for a kidney transplant, they said, man, you guys are like almost an identical match. And so the, he went to the doctor and they're like, um, we need to do some more tests. So the doctor said something about wanting to do additional testing due to some information from the HLA, which is some big fancy word. So tissue test results. And he said, okay, whatever. The guy goes, yeah, sure. You want to do more tests? We'll do more tests. He says the results came in. The man learned him and his wife had an abnormally high match percentage. Again, he's still telling the the doctor like won't say it. We're we're soulmates. What do you mean? Yeah, we're 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 a match. So the doctor's like, you guys are really 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 close in this tissue. Like it's it's abnormally close. And so the guy's like, okay, what? And the doctor like finally wouldn't say it. And the doctor goes, well, yes, it's because you guys are brother and sister. And so they did more testing, and now he found out that he they have married. Two children? Yeah, so they have two kids together. They've been married for six years. They have two kids, and it's wow. because when he got adopted, then he like moved to a new town or whatever, yeah. and met this. You know, it just whatever whatever right. the story is, right? Your Brother life and sister. Moves on. So it was his wife also adopted. Or, I don't. I don't know. He was. I just know he was adopted. Or maybe she was had later in life. Yeah, by this couple. Maybe I don't know. Oh my word! Full so, siblings. So same. Same two parents. Full siblings. Again, I'll just read this. A man's entire life has been shattered into pieces after discovering he is genetically related to the mother of his two children. He was adopted two minutes after his birth. Two minutes. Didn't know anything about his biological parents, and now he realized he married his sister. <laughs> Six years. What do you do? What do you do? Joey, how we, traumatizing those children too. Those kids are like my my parents are my mom and dad and my my <laughs> my uncle and my, my aunt. Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, what? You, that so gives me the heebie-jeebies. When we brought up the story about the Australian couple, they were boyfriend girlfriend, and they didn't care because they said we're not having kids. These right, people they, they have kids. You don't have any so more. Their kids are okay. It kids sounds are okay. Like, yeah. yeah, kids are fine. I mean, kids are fine. She needed a kid. I don't even know if he ended up giving away her kidney. I don't think he could. I don't think he could give his kidney to her because of how close it is. What a story. So what do you do? That's the question. What do you do? Do you now move forward with this information and just say, well, it's weird, but we love each other. And all we know is, is being husband and wife. Or do you say, I can't get past the fact that you're my sister now and we have to end things. I wouldn't end things, okay? I, w- I wouldn't end things, but I really do don't know. Do you sleep in the guest that, room? That's what like, I, what do you do? What's your next move? My first thought is, yeah, going to bed that night and cuddling. <laughs> and you're cuddling with your sister. But it's not. Like, in your mind, it's not. No, it is. I mean, but it is. Like, it's not. You can't say it's not. I mean, it is. Now, you don't have a history with your sister. You didn't grow up with your sister. But you have to know that that's your sister. <laughs> so here's here's the quote that he said. He says, we're related. This is what he told his wife. We're related. No, I'm not kidding. 
I don't know what to do moving forward, but I know it may be wrong, but she is the wife and the mother of our kids. So he says, yeah, I know that people will think I'm wrong, but she's the wife and the mother of my two kids. So what would you do? I I would keep it rolling. I am not having another child, though. I think you stop it, too. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think I would have another child. I, I don't know where romance goes. Like, I just don't know. <laughs> it's going to take a while. Yeah, you're have to I just don't know. That mentally. Are you kind of mad at the doctor? Like, a part of me is like, if the do- I mean, the doctor, like, to be like, hey, you guys are brother and sister. Well, if his wife didn't need a kidney transplant, yeah, no one would have right. known. <laughs> so he put this on Reddit and, like, people are giving their opinion. One says, I mean, at this point, you're married with children already. You can't take that back. So I don't see much point in yeah, blowing worlds up. I agree. You already have kids and they are assumingly healthy since you didn't mention any of Chris crazy abnormality so yeah it looks like they, it sounds like the kids are healthy mm-hmm. there's no issues there yeah, yeah i don't know <laughs> and and what do you do do you do you just ignore it and bury it away i would actually look into like some therapy that would like help me erase my memory of that yeah you somehow. probably need to do something to to manage it but but i agree with that that commenter when they're like hey you're already married with kids like just let it ride yeah, think about your kids they don't even i mean it's complex for you it's complex for the kids especially if you're like mommy yeah. and daddy are getting divorced because we're brother and sister <laughs> yeah, but then you still have to see each other because yeah. you're brother and sister well text the 68719 it's joey and lauren time to get caught up on what's trending with joey and lauren in the morning you know nick cannon he's got uh, 12 women he's had 12, children yeah. with well, i think 12 it is. Babies. or he's got 12 babies that's right 12 babies so a few of his babies have the same mother. Anyway, he's very open about it. Yeah, and it's kind of his it, thing yeah. now. And the, and the women who've had children with him are also very open about it. It seems very amicable, the whole situation. You do you. Totally fine. It just I, stresses me out. <laughs> but a lot of people are like, man, what's his child support like? How much money do you think he's spending on it's allowances? Be, it's going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, I would imagine. Well, I've brought it up before. He is from a billionaire family. Plus, he's got his own, obviously, earnings through his career. I did not know Nick Cannon came from a billionaire family. Yeah, but some business venture from his dad, something like that. But uh, Nick Cannon was recently interviewed, and he actually does not give the mothers of his children a monthly allowance. Like, there's not, like, a monthly stipend that he actually offers. He says, what they need, they get it. So whatever it is that they need, no matter the amount Dang, or, I want, or need I or whatever. Be, I want to be part of the Nick Cannon family tree then. That's kind of amazing. So he actually just provides anything that they need. I also saw that Jay-Z is now worth uh, $2.5 billion. He's now a multi-billionaire. Speaking of Jay-Z, I actually was going to bring him up. Did you know he was going to rap a verse on Ed Sheeran's Shape of You? Oh, really? So the song Shape of You, this is really interesting. It was actually written for Rihanna. So Rihanna was actually going to do that song. The writer wrote it for Rihanna with Ed Sheeran. He had like written it and then, then he it liked it so much song. that he kept it. He's like, actually, I want to do this track. And then he was going to have Jay-Z do a verse on it. And Jay-Z, he got the copy of the song. He reviewed it, reviewed the lyrics. And he goes, I actually think the song is perfect the way it is. It's too good. It does not need a rap verse. And, wow. And he was smart because guess what? It like... It oh, it's broke huge song. records. Ooh, like it was on ooh, the top ooh, charts. Ooh, yeah. So Jay Z didn't even well, good for say, him. You don't even need me on this. If Ed Sheeran wants me to be featured on a track, I'll sing Old MacDonald on it. I don't care. <laughs> I love Ed Sheeran. He is him and Taylor Swift the like top two people I want to see in concert. Oh, if they ever did a concert together, My mind, mind blown. Yeah, exactly. Robert Downey Jr. has some already chewed gum that I guess is for sale on eBay for $40,000. No, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. is not not selling this himself. Somebody, there's a seller who acquired his gum. How do they acquire it? That's what I want to know. How do you get already chewed gum? You just get it in the trash? They say they grabbed a piece of gum that he was chewing at John Favreau's Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony. So I guess somehow he spit it out. I don't really know. Put it in the garbage or whatever, but somebody grabbed it and they're selling it for forty thousand dollars on eBay. Like no one's buying it for forty <laughs> grand, right? I I can't imagine. And what do you do with it? You chew it? Yeah, what, yeah. What do you do? You put it in a little glass case. It looks I mean, disgusting. How long does gum last? Because you could chew it maybe for the rest of your life. You're like, oh, I'm feeling like I need some Robert Downey Jr. gum. They also said I'm selling it in the same condition that I got it in, and it can be it can be tested for his DNA if you want to prove it. They're saying this was his actual gun. That is the creepiest thing I've ever heard of. It's walking in and being like, can I get this test to make sure Robert Downey Jr. chewed this? <laughs> Would you spend any money no, on no. any sort of chewed item, maybe a cup that somebody put their mouth on? A cup would even make more sense because that, you know, you can 
you can set aside and it can always be there. But gum? Yeah, I think if I were to spend any money on anything like that, it would have to be a cup or a silverware, something that someone it's used, gross. but someone who is an icon, right? Like like yeah. Elvis or or Michael Jordan, it's like somebody for who's me. just no, even, all in all. I mean, Michael Jordan, maybe if he chewed gum from a game, because he would chew gum while he played. Like, if I could get a Michael Jordan NBA Finals chewed piece of gum. That would be crazy. That, but Robert Downey, or maybe, like, this is the gum that Robert Downey Jr. chewed on the set of Avengers, like he was Iron Man. But <laughs> I, how are you going to prove that? I have no idea. A very random fact for you, too, by the way. Americans eat about 16 million jelly beans every Easter. So just oh, the, on, uh, oh, the for whole Easter. Country. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're eating about 16 million jelly beans, which I actually felt like that was pretty low. Best jelly bean is what? Not flavor, what but like brand. Tutti Fruity. Oh, brand. Like, je- jelly, like belly? jelly Is it Jelly Belly? Starburst? Probably. Oh. Like Brat? It's a Bratches? Oh, they got the... Oh, no, gross. They've got... um, oh, What's it called? The Jolly Rancher jelly jolly beans, Rancher, I think, are pretty good. Beans. I would go the Starburst jelly beans. Those mm. are my jam. But if we're going original Jelly Belly, it's got to be Tutti Fruity. The problem with Jelly Belly is I don't like half their flavors. And so it's like... Tutti Fruity and toasted marshmallow. Toasted marshmallow and buttered popcorn. Beautiful. Ew. Not oh, the buttered no, popcorn. The, buttered the so cinnamon good. one. I like the cinnamon one. The, I will. My only advice on jelly beans, the smaller the better. I hate big jelly beans. Oh, <laughs> do not like feel them. Weird yeah, when you it find feels it. weird. It feels it's so like wrong. an egg. And those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up time. Uh, we have Paul with us who went out with Melanie. They went bowling. We've had plenty of bowling dates on this show. In fact, I I might be going bowling this week. I actually may be. So Oh no kidding. Maybe I need maybe I need pointers from Paul. But he said, listen, I'm I'm so sick of the dinner thing. I'm so sick of just like that traditional situation. So uh Paul, welcome to Makeup or Breakup, man. Is this something have you done many bowling dates in your life or Um, not not many bowling dates, no, I would say, but you know, like like I was telling you guys, I, I feel like there's sometimes the dinner dates like a little bit too high pressure and mm-hmm. just feels like an interview. Sure. And so I thought maybe we could have something that'd be like a little bit more fun and like a little more interactive and sort of take the, you know, the pressure off a little bit mm-hmm. of uh, just staring across the table to each other while we wait for our entree. <laughs> yeah. I love that though. I always get really excited when we're about to talk to somebody and I know kind of the backstory and they it's not just dinner because I'm like, oh, that's that's fun. Like I would prefer to go on a date that you're doing something a little more interactive. So I like that. Well, thanks. Yeah, no, and like you know, there's plenty of time for dinners after that, but just to get off to the right, on the right start. But I yeah. mean, Melanie and I, like I said, had a great date. Um, we did just like appetizers and like bar snacks before playing okay. a few games of uh, bowling. You know, um, and I checked with her just as well before, like thinking that I had a great idea to make sure she was cool with bowling and that it would be like she would think it was fun. So um, we went. I had a great time, and, like, uh, you know, she's a pretty good bowler, and, like, I'm not so shabby myself, and we just had a great time, and, you know, even during the date, it was going so well, and conversation was just, like, so easy that I was just thinking, like, already planning our our next date. Mm-hmm. Got it, okay. And, yeah, I mean, it was, like, you know how sometimes dates just, you just know, like, I've never seen this person again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't feel that with Melanie. No, no, like, it was, like, easy and just, like, we had a lot in common. Um, we actually met through mutual friends, so um, sort of just had some, like, stories. Like, it just, it was just easy. Okay, and okay. That's now good. she's not getting back to me, and I know you guys help out with this sort of stuff, and, like, I figured maybe you guys could help me get to the bottom of it, so mm-hmm. here I am. Hey, the thing, We're glad first you're of here. all. Thank you for thinking of us. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for giving us a chance to maybe help you out. Um, you sound like obviously you have genuine um, a personality about you and in, in trying to figure this out. So Paul, uh, we'll play a song. We'll come back and we'll call Melanie. All right. That'd be great. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Paul with us. Melanie is next. Make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Makeup or Breakup time, part two. So, uh, Paul went bowling with Melanie. He's like, I, I can't do, I can't do dinner all the time. I, you know, he was saying all this food. I wonder, man, 
if your tummy hurts after nacho. I mean, depending on what they got, but like if you get mo- nachos, pizza, mozzarella sticks, all of a sudden you got more cheese in you than, you know, anything <laughs> like that. So I, I worry about that a little bit. Yeah. I've never understood the argument though of, oh, maybe you weren't feeling it. Cause it's like, that would be a reason to not date somebody I, that doesn't make much sense yeah. to me. Um, but I've, I've thought about it a little bit more when we talked to him, he talked about how comfortable things were on the date. Like they had mutual friends. It's kind of an outside the box type of a date. I'm almost wondering if do you think he was too comfortable where like he was like, huh, loser, you didn't you got a gutter ball, right? Like maybe it was you were being too playful. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, that was I mean I mean I don't think anybody would say do that. Do you know how to trash talk in bowling? I don't even know Shut if there up. is but loser. I mean, if he said loser, you got a gutter ball, yeah. I, I what would... I'm saying is, was it too comfortable sure. where you were like crossing a line and, and like you... making fun of things? Like, I don't know. Or what if you don't feel like you put in enough effort? Like, you're like, oh, okay, so I'm worth uh, mozzarella sticks, nachos, and a couple of games of bowling. Yeah, but that sounds fun to me. <laughs> I'm good with it. Like, I could totally go, fine I with that. I could go for some mozzarella sticks <laughs> right now. Alright, we got Melanie's number. Let's talk to Melanie. Hello? Hello, Melanie? Or is Melanie there? Uh, this is. Can I ask who's calling? Yes, absolutely, Melanie. Um, my name is Joey. Uh, also on the phone with me is uh, Lauren. And hey, we're, Melanie. We're a radio show called Joey and Lauren in the Morning. And um, we're, not giving, <laughs> we're not giving you a call. Hi. So, you know, uh, hi. I Actually, I, I listen to you guys all the time. And well, I, thank you. I, I know what this is about. Oh, Wait a second. Good. So we don't, need to, we don't need to hide anything. You're telling us <laughs> you know why we call random people, and it's because we want to yeah. ask about their dating life. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So you know we're calling about Paul. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. So I guess brief rundown. We talked to Paul. He told us he took you bowling. Uh, he he said it felt really comfortable and fun, and he I think he even mentioned to us like during the date he had a feeling like wow I'm gonna go on a date with this girl again, yeah. and now he's feeling a little insecure because you're not responding to texts or whatever type of contact he's he's made. So there's obviously a reason why. Do you mind sharing that with us? <laughs> um, sure. Yeah. He okay. So like you know he he said that he was a big bowler, and um, I was like oh like bowling is super fun, you know. So mm-hmm. I was actually really excited about the date. It's funny that he thinks the date went really well uh, because he, I don't know, it was a little weird. Like, he's really into bowling, Mm -hmm. like, real, like, kingpin into bowling. Like, okay. Uh It was, it was, he brought his own shoes. Um, He has his own, like, monogrammed ball that he was, like, polishing. Uh Okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this guy for real? (laughs) Okay. So is this, like, intimidating or embarrassing? I mean, that, that wasn't embarrassing. Um, I will say that he definitely uh, got a crowd. Like, people are just watching us. Like, so he's, he's good. He is really good. Wow. He's really good. Like, he's not fake good. He's really good. Okay. Um, so at first, I was, you know, and I was like, I was joking, like, oh, maybe I should get bumpers. He was like, no, we can't. No. That's okay. So rule follower, no bumpers. <laughs> Okay, but is right? this... Uh... I talked to, oh, yeah, I talked in his... I, I don't even know what you call... Like, his backswing. I know that's golf, but, like, swinging the ball back. And then I was kind of, like, laughing about something that he had said. And he was like, I'm sorry, um, can you not... So like it's not okay. just his own shoes, his own ball, but it's kind of serious business. He's the Michael Jordan at the bowling alley. But also fun Don't, though, because he right. said it was really fun. So like, did you have any fun at all, or was the whole thing serious? Oh no, I I definitely did have fun, but also it was very intimidating because like I'm not a good bowler. Like I went in the gutter most of the time. Got it, Melanie. I, <laughs> and I, so I, when people are watching him, I feel like I have to step it up, and I'm like, mm, I like, see. like, do I? need to wear a bowling shirt like I don't <laughs> you know I'll say that actually makes us a lot better when you first say he brings his own ball and he's got uh, his own shoes at first you're like okay guy but at least he can bag it up with the talent he's really good at it he's so not kinda, yeah he's not it, faking it it makes sense that he oh, has yeah. his own ball right is this a situation Melanie you see yourself 30 years down the road you got two kids you're sitting at the bowling alley and Paul's just throwing strike after strike and you realize this is your life collecting trophies that may have crossed my mind. Okay. All right. Got it. Okay. So you're like, okay, this is this is more to him. I think the comment to me, you can be super yeah. serious. You can be a super serious bowler. But to me, if you are on a date bowling, you got you can't exactly. shoot for your perfect yeah. score or the mm-hmm. 300 or all. You know what I mean? And I wonder if that disconnect. It's like taking a date on your hobby is great if you can kind of turn the off switch 
It is possible to get carried yeah. away. So maybe that happened. Um, you know, Melanie, I know you know our show, so you probably know Paul's on the other line. At the bowling alley yeah. as we speak. Surprise. I mean, he is here. So, Paul, we'll bring you on. Yes. It's, so you're really good at bowling. Yeah. I mean, it's my sport. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, okay. I mean, like, if you play any sport, you want to have, like, good equipment. So, yeah, I have my own shoes, my own ball. I, as Melanie was telling you, like, I'm I'm good at it and... You know, I guess maybe I can take it a little seriously because, you know, I've definitely competed in some leagues and, like, done pretty well. So it's just after years of doing it, I guess it's sort of ingrained in me. But but if LeBron you know, took a date on a, at a basketball court, he shouldn't be dunking over it. Like, that's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. Like, why not enjoy bowling for what it is? Or can you not do that? Like, the moment you're there, you've got to go all out. Uh, well, I mean, I definitely – toned down my game a little bit mm-hmm. you know I, I like I, I mean I'm not gonna just suck <laughs> it's like it's not okay. possible I wasn't trying to like dominate or just like be overly like just mm-hmm. you know strike yeah. after strike and leave Melanie feeling terrible I mean, we <laughs> we spoke about it I knew she wasn't like bowling's not her her game so like yeah. I was trying to take it easy but I, I can't do bumpers I mean people know me there <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah, but, I want to get But it would have been fun. It was just—it was just a little weird, you know, yeah. like <laughs> being being the one that I felt like I was like your groupie, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the bowling I groupie. Oh, I don't want. And I would never want that. No, I like. I just thought it would be more fun and like probably a bit selfish, just because. I knew I would be comfortable at it, and so it would be just, like, one less thing to stress out about. No, I date. get that. I get that, where you feel <laughs> so like, and that. it can, it's a little bit of a show-off thing, and you can show that you're yeah. really talented at something. So okay. you're admitting that, and Melanie, I want to get your thoughts here in a second, but I will say something that is quite endearing, and that is that, Paul, you went into this without, like, stating I'm really good at bowling. Watch me go. It just kind of naturally was shown to Melanie, and she's like, whoa, he's really good. But you weren't, like, touting and puffing your chest and walking in there like, watch this. Does that make sense? Like, it's not like he was But bringing your own shoes, bringing your own ball, going to – I mean, you let your game speak for yourself. Okay, if you go golfing on a day, you're going to bring your own I'm not the only one in there with my own shoes and own ball. That's true. Okay. I mean, if I was the only one, I would think maybe I would have toned it down, but wearing other people's shoes always kind of creeps me out. (laughs) I mean, I think it's silly because, like, you know, if they if they know him there, like, obviously they know that he's really good. And, like, if he has bumpers, like, you know, they know that it's just kind of like a joke kind of thing. Well, how about this? Um, the gossip. I, I sense- oh, Paul at Lane 7 doing the bumpers, man. What's oh, going yeah, on? No, it'll be all over social media. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Instagram and Twitter is ablaze with Paul's bumpers. <laughs> I'm sensing that you guys still like each other. I don't know. Maybe I'm going out on a limb here. But is there any chance y'all would want to go out again and maybe you just don't go bowling? Maybe you do something. Yeah. Hey, whatever Melanie's expertise is, why don't you guys go do that? Yeah, you never have I, to I go bowling definitely... again if you want to go out. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Then yes. Let's, let's do something else. That sounds great. Right. Okay. Me- Melanie, whatever you're really, really good at, you guys go do that on a date. <laughs> and then make Paul feel weird for not using bumpers. <laughs> Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Time for the good stuff with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren with your good stuff. Feel good stories of the week. We start off with Mr. Pickles. Who the heck is Mr. Pickles, Lauren? He is a 90-year-old tortoise. And the old- <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably an animal. Mr. Pickles <laughs> is a 90-year-old tortoise at the Houston Zoo. And guess what he did last week? He... Hatched babies. He I don't know. He became a father uh, for the oh, first time. Oh. 90, imagine if we were a human doing that. 90 years old and you have a baby for the first wow. time. Yeah. You know what, though? Congratulations to Mr. Pickles. All we do is talk about that one turtle. What is it? Diego. That yeah, has Diego, like yeah. 8 million babies. And he's just got kids. He's the <laughs> Nick Cannon of turtles. <laughs> and he's just got kids everywhere. But uh, Mr. Mr. Pickles. Pickles became a father for the first time in 90. Check this out. Him and his 53-year-old partner, Mrs. Pickles. Now, wait a second. I thought they were together for 53 years, but I think she's 53. He's 90. Much younger. Again, that would be weird in human ways. <laughs> maybe but she's taking care of yeah, it. Maybe, maybe. So Mrs. Pickles, they welcome three hatchlings uh, that could live up for 150 years of well taken care of. So Aww. Mr. Pickles still has 60 years with him. Think That's about that. That's sweet. Yeah, because yeah, uh, turtles, they live a long time. They live a, well, time. up to 150 years. Yeah. Could you imagine if humans lived to 150? Oh, could oh, I don't think I'd want to. I, I really don't think I would. 
Yeah. I, I mean, mean, unless it was like super healthy and I mean, you hear stories about, you know, 90 something year olds who can run marathons or, or whatever it is that they're doing. I'm like, man, good for you. Yeah, Mr. Pickles remembers COVID-18, you know, years ago. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about this? This is pretty cool. So um, a college wrestler and his buddy, his name is Kendall Cummings. They were out camping, and a grizzly bear decided to attack them. Oh, my gosh. So what did oh Kendall Cummings do? He remembered some of his wrestling moves as he's a uh, junior up. college wrestler. He wrestled a bear? Yes, he wrestled a pair and got his friends, Brady and Gus, out of a jam. They were in the Wyoming woods. He took him down with, like, I, I don't even know what? what the move is called. Yes. He wrestled a grizzly he bear? He wrestled a grizzly this bear. This is a real story. He's, yes, he's a junior college wrestler. What's his name? Kendall Cummings? Yeah, Google Kendall Cummings. And in fact, the headline will tell you what is the actual wrestling move he used. But his friend wrestler saves friend from grizzly bear attack. Whoa. Does it give the move that he did? Let me look. I got to pull it up, you know. It was called like the double takedown something, but he did it. He wrestled a grizzly bear, saved his friends. That is insane. Yep, exactly. Oh, gosh. I'm just reading all about the attack. Oh, and the picture of his friend. Oh, my word. I know, but you know what? He needed 60 staples. He had head wounds, had to have plastic surgery, major lacerations. Stupid bear. But his friend. He was able to save him. Wow, that is so crazy. So the only wrestling I'm aware of that I'm familiar with is WWE, so I would be doing, like, the people's elbow and, like, stupid moves. (laughs) Anybody got a... Chair. I need I need a Stone Cold Steve Austin. I need a leather vest before I do this so, bad boy. So what did we learn here? Either A, don't go camping, or if you do, bring a wrestler. Yes. Also, really quick, if you are scared of bears, everyone should do this if you're scared of grizzly bears. Google bear without hair, and you will not be scared of them anymore. I saw a picture. I saw a picture of a bear that didn't have any hair, and wow, they look totally different. <laughs> That's not that scary, right? <laughs> If, if you need a laugh no, today, it's more scary. I know, no, if you need a laugh today, <laughs> Google bear with no hair, and you will not. You be know what it looks like? You know what it looks like a gargoyle. It does without wings. It looks like a. Gi- I think it looks like a giant rat. <laughs> and That's this weird. is pretty cool. You know, AI. A lot of people are freaked out about AI, and I'm not saying you shouldn't be because it kind of freaks me out too, right? But in Hungary. AI was able to detect a woman's breast cancer four years before it developed. And wow. they are contributing to AI because it's this artificial intelligence that can be programmed to detect cancer mm. that the human eye would not see. That's, ex- so that's exciting, right? Yeah, that's exciting. That's groundbreaking research. That's way yeah. cool. So that is awesome. And that is your good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. I'm excited about this. Lauren has the top side hustles. Which, yep. have you thought about doing a side hustle? I've thought about it. Yeah, make a little extra cash. The problem is, is I like I like being lazy too much. And so it's like uh, when I get ethic, home, yeah. I'm like, ah, I'm kind of kind of done for the day. Uh, plus, uh, you know, little kids keep me very, very busy. But uh, yeah, I've, I've been jealous of some people that can do a side hustle at home. They can make that extra cash. I'm like, man, that's oh, awesome. like the bathwater stuff. If there is a oh, audience, okay, I wasn't thinking that. I, I was thinking, thinking actual hard work. Uh, hard, the OnlyFans, or whatever. So this is what I'm saying. I'm saying if there that's is disgusting. a market um, for a middle aged dude like me, bathwater. If y'all want it, I'll sell it. The fact that that's even a thing is bananas. But it just, it doesn't have the same ring to it when it's my bathwater. No, these are actual, like, uh, work ethic type things, not just selling your your toenail clippings or something gross. That is also something I'm willing to do. I mean, all (laughs) these things. Like, that's the thing. The morals can't be that high, and I'm telling Mm -hmm. you, as someone that grew up taking baths, I am ready to sell my bathwater if anybody wants it. So I'm going to give you the top ones on the list here. Of good side hustles to earn some extra income. So they say rent your home or spare room on Airbnb. If you're interested, some people say you could earn over $4,000 extra a month, which is a great source of passive income if you want. The Airbnb is, I mean, I've, I know a lot of people that do an Airbnb. So they'll, they'll buy a house and then they, they'll rent it out on Airbnb. Mm -hmm. But the room is interesting. My brother, when we was traveling, stayed at an Airbnb it was in a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It was in a regular neighborhood. It was not. And the family lived there. And they not only did they rent out like one, they rented out like three of their rooms to Airbnb. So he gets there. My brother does. Mm-hmm. It's his family's house. 
and like he he like they're allowed to get like some water and they had some stuff in the kitchen and literally like the family's having dinner. Oh, that's and he is in their kitchen. Yeah. And then it's crazier because like he said, I'm in the bedroom and I'm like going in the hallway really quick because it gets something out of my car. And then this other couple's walking down the hallway with their suitcases. Wow, that's strange. I have no idea if that's legal, but it sounds I mean, like it sure is. I'm sure it is because Airbnb, you can rent just a room and a bathroom, right? You can rent a room in someone's house. Now, I think you're actually going to earn more money and it's going to be a, a bigger deal if you live in a city that people travel to yeah. for specific things. Or like maybe your house is in a perfect yeah. location. Exactly. It's like right by the city or overlook something beautiful. Yeah, if you're out in the country and there's really not a lot going on around there, I doubt somebody's going to want to come just rent one of your we rooms. We have a room and a bathroom available that <laughs> rarely gets used. Seriously, the bedroom, the bedroom rarely gets used and the bathroom rarely gets used. We should do it. I have a friend who does this, teach English. So they say, don't be scared by the word teach. You don't have to like know everything, everything. Uh But uh, my friend, she does like this online where she teaches English to young children. I I think in, I think in China is, is how she does that. And so she helps teach different English words and she does it all virtually online. And you can do it online. You just wear the headset, just hop on Zoom. Lesson plans for you and you just kind of go. I want to do that. Gosh, I want, I feel like this would serve a purpose in my life, but I'm so busy. Maybe you need something to fulfill your time. Um, Another one, join a focus group or take some surveys. Sometimes there's some online surveys or focus groups that you can join and they'll give you some cash. They'll throw something at you for joining. I'm not great at it. I overthink those things. I just had to fill one out for somebody and it was like, how likely and how less likely? And I I sat there forever because I didn't want to give the wrong answer. This one's interesting. I don't think I'd be good at this at all. You have to be good at typing and I am a peck typer. I use like your, my... Sir, your battleship, oh, search yeah. and destroy. Yeah. I really am. It's become a transcriptionist. If you're good at typing and listening and good attention to detail, you can do this where you can professionally type uh, you're listening to recorded audio and you're typing it out, and then you can get twenty to forty five bucks an hour depending on your skill level. Yeah, I'm not that. That is something I would struggle with too. I yeah, yeah I would I would struggle with the typing. Kind of like the teaching English, you can tutor online. There's different avenues to tutor online. Another one, become a photographer. I mm-hmm. have a lot of friends that are photographers on the side. They make some extra cash. You know, obviously better photographers, better quality. That's an investment. You have to spend a lot of money on really good equipment to be a really good photographer. Can I be an iPhone photographer? (laughs) I'm just going to... Actual photographers are rolling their eyes at you right now. They're like, seriously, the uh, amount of work and energy and money that goes into this? When you're you're looking for a couple of quick picks, (laughs) but you don't care about the quality, I'm your guy. And the top three are no surprise. um, Delivering groceries. Um, My mom did that for a while. Instacart Instacart or whatever. Yeah, she did that for a while. Um, So that's one way to earn some extra money. Delivering food. So your DoorDash, your Uber Eats, your Grubhub, you name it, you can... Grab people's food, deliver it, boom, easy way to make some cash. And then driving for Uber or Lyft. Yeah, my buddy, I, uh, a good friend of mine drove, and he he just wanted it for extra money. But what's crazy about it is he drove for Uber, and the most money he would make, it would have to be all night at, like, the bar scene. So oh, it's wow. like, he, you know, because I said, oh, do you just, like, do your day job and then 5 o'clock? He mm. goes, no, here's the problem. If you want to make the big bucks— you got to go out on a Friday at you like a 1 a.m. You say that, though, but I know someone who quit his, like, big-time marketing job to literally full-time drive for Uber, and he's doing fantastic. It also depends on what city you live in. Oh, yeah. If you're in a big city, <laughs> yeah. that's your job, yeah. You're, you're, you're golden, right? You're constantly getting traffic to, to take places. So my problem, I, I couldn't drive for Uber because I don't parallel park and I don't do well with, like, traffic situations. <laughs> yeah. So I would be bad. I would be taking the side roads. I wouldn't be, I would not handle, like, traffic jams well. Um, but that's awesome. Yeah. I, yeah. Again, bathwater was not on there. Good car, by the way, to do that. I don't think you could show up with a car that's like you gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah, yeah. kick it to start it. So feet <laughs> picks were not on the list. Not on the top, anyway. No. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for that awkward moment. You call and tell us something awkward that happened in your life. Uh, this was last week, apparently, for Bridget. And I've heard of these stories. I've seen them. I've seen them in movies. And Bridget had to live through this on a first date. And this is, again, just last week, she said. So we definitely want to get her on. So hello, Bridget. Welcome to That Awkward Moment. How are you? Hey, guys. This was definitely an awkward one. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us. So last week, first date. And what happened to you? Yeah. uh, Well, we met online, of course. And we actually went out to a restaurant. Like, it was a pretty nice first date. Um. We had a great meal. We had a great conversation. And then at the end, when the bill came, okay, he forgot his wallet, but he 
really did not look like a move. It didn't look like like he, he was, was trying, trying to not pay. Okay, he really seemed very embarrassed. Um, so I was like, "Hey, no worries. Like, you know, it happens. I I can pay for it. It's fine." And he actually got my card out, and then he goes, "No, no, no. I let me go check my car. Um, I'm sure I just left it in my car in the parking lot. I'll be right back." Mm-hmm. He goes out to the parking lot. And I'm sitting there, and, like, time is passing. Oh, no. Oh, and no. he never came back. Shut up. He, he never just came left back. you. He left you. Yeah. It was so awkward. I'm just sitting there. And so the waiter keeps coming over being like, oh, is, are you ready to pay the check? And I'm like, no, no, no. He'll be right back. Eventually, yeah. I went out to the parking lot. His car is gone. I can't find him. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, have so you tried you contacting him since? Have you heard anything from him at all? No, total ghost. Um, I mean, unless he was abducted, like app, I, I think, because I can't message him. So you, oh he wow, blocked you. <laughs> you know, do you think? And and in this moment, like, because you you are still believing it's not like his signature move, like this is what he does, or do you think it was truly he was so embarrassed he thought I'm just gonna have to leave? I um, at this point I have no idea because it was just I mean so awkward. Like I don't understand. I was ready to pay. Why? Would he run out like that? Well, and with uh, uh, like in today's day and age, Bridget, with Venmo. So let's say he really is like, no, I need to pay for this date. I want to be the gentleman and go the whole traditional route. At the end of the day, with technology the way it is, with Apple Pay and all those things, you could have paid and he could have Venmoed you. Now, maybe you wouldn't have accepted it because then that gets a little weird. But like even at the end of the day, he could have Venmoed you. But he just ditches you. Well, and especially you were, like, willing and offering to pay. Like, it was no big deal. It's not like you at least were showing to him that you were put off at all. No. And it, honestly, it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, it was a nice restaurant, but it wasn't that nice. It was a first date restaurant. Oh, so my gosh. It's not like he saved a huge amount of money. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah, that yeah. That makes me really so bizarre. angry that someone would just leave like that and then never, like, literally never talk to you again. My it's only, like- My only thing... And Bridget, maybe you see things through a different lens. Do you think he thought the date was such a flop? Not giving him an excuse, but like he hated the date so much. There wasn't chemistry for whatever reason. He just was like, I am literally getting out of here. So he didn't want to pay? that's the reason why? Like he ditched because he hated his time with you? I don't don't think that based on what you've told us, but. I don't think so because I thought we had a pretty good conversation. I don't know. I, I hadn't decided if we would go out again, but oh. I don't know. It, it didn't seem like that bad of a date. I Even so, that's still date, wrong. But then honestly. you're sitting at the table by yourself, which is always tough. Like it's, it, I hate sitting by at the table by myself when I'm waiting for someone. But this is even worse because the person's like, so, uh, do you have the check ready? Like, do you want to put your card in? And you're, and you're sitting there like, exactly, oh, he's checking. Yeah. But, I mean, how long in total did you wait alone before you said, oh, he left me? At least 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. No because one no one searches their car for 15 minutes. I was like, just minutes. checking my phone. You know, you're not really paying attention to the time. And then I was like, it's been a while. Oh, gosh. I and wonder the if the host, far away. I would have asked the host, if you would have seen this guy, like, leave and then just leave. And you're like, huh, that's weird. I think they're on a date together. Oh, well. Well, dang. Well, Bridget, um, we can we, we want to send you a gift card or something. We want to do something to, to make up for this. This I, I don't want to say jerk because I don't know the man, but that's kind of a jerk move for sure. I would love that. Okay, yeah, perfect. A little consolation. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, Bridget, thanks for the we call. Thanks you. for telling us about your awkward moment, all right? Thank you. Thanks absolutely. For me a to talk about a- absolutely, yes. absolutely. So that's Bridget uh, like on the show with us. us. Yeah, I want to know if anybody has like stories of like being ditched places or maybe someone doesn't show up. That's, What's worse? That's infuriating. I would be embarrassed but angry. Would you rather sit at a restaurant and your date never shows up, or would you rather sit at a restaurant, have the date, and then they leave? Uh, they never show up. I would rather be stood up. Really? Yeah, because I feel like it's more awkward to spend all that time together, and then they disappear. So then, <laughs> I'm, then I'm constantly thinking about, well, did I say something? Did I do something? What happened? Like, okay. that feels ruder, in my opinion. We didn't explore this scenario. He leaves to go to his house to get his wallet. He was going to come back. Maybe he came back. And then he's like, she ditched me. True. Oh, there you go. Maybe I don't know. he thinks she, I don't know. Yeah. You well, think text he would us. Well, then no, because he blocked her. 
Oh, that's true. Well, maybe he blocked her because he thought she ditched him. I don't know. Text us 68719. Times you've been ditched before. Uh, your awkward moments. We'll get your answers coming up. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. So Bridget got ditched. This happened like a week ago. She got ditched on a date. She's at a restaurant with a guy she met online. He forgot his wallet. He goes, you know what? I bet it's in my car. And she says he went out to go look for his wallet in his car, never came back. Well, and the thing is, too, when he was like, oh, shoot, I forgot my wallet. She says, you guys, it was like a sincere, like, I don't think any of it was intentional. And I offered to pay. I offered, no, 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 let me get it. He goes, ah, let me just go check my car. And And so he was so embarrassed. He's like, I'm done. And she's like, the date was going well. So we asked you, 68719, have you ever been ditched anywhere? Doesn't even have to be a date, but like you're there and clearly you got ditched. Or maybe someone never showed up. We've seen a lot of those texts. I, I like this one, though. 68719 says, same thing happened to me. Guy had to go to the bank, literally was gone an hour and a half, and he came back. Like a guy? Oh, oh, her date. So or her his date. date, yeah. So I'm thinking, <laughs> so from what I understand, the person forgot their wallet, wanted to pay, goes to the bank, comes back an hour and a half later. so weird. This day and age of Venmo and everything else. That's what I'm else, saying. Unless I that happened under- years and years ago. Yeah, maybe, I guess. They didn't put a timestamp yeah. on it. But you're right. In today's day and age with Venmo, <laughs> how in the world does this still happen <laughs> where someone's like, no, 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 let me go to the ATM. I'll, I'll be back. Yeah, a lot of people saying they were stood up on dates, which always makes me really sad. Yeah. Um, this texture says, I was set up on a blind date. The guy and I had been texting back and forth for a couple of weeks. We set the time. Got to the restaurant and I waited for an hour before I decided to just go How home. How long do you wait? How long do you wait? If Not an hour. Probably 20, 30 minutes. I mean, also in today's day and age, you have texting. So you feel yeah. like you can get an answer. You know, back in the day when you when you couldn't communicate with someone just so easily, you'd have to go to like a payphone or something. Literally, you may just sit there and be like, did I get the time wrong? Did I, I always, get the day uh, wrong? I always tease my friend, Emily. She's my childhood friend. We grew up together. And I always tease her because on my 16th birthday, which is a big deal when you turn 16, yeah. she ditched me to go hang out with Zach. I won't say his last name. But she ditched me to hang out with a boy, and I still, to this day, wow. I always make, I always give her crap for I it. I can hear the anger in like, your voice. You ditched me on my 16th for birthday. Zach. And did she end up with Zach? No. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to end up with someone you ditch your friend for on their 16th birthday. <laughs> this is interesting. This one says, I got stood up twice. Both times he claimed to have the wrong date. The same guy? Eventually I, I stopped talking to him. Yeah. Oh, same guy. Okay. No, I think it's the same guy. <laughs> Stood up twice and just said, like, oh, I had the wrong date. Something like that. The fishy thing about this story, though, is I'm so confused. If he was so embarrassed because he had to go to his car and find money and couldn't find his wallet, why block her on social media? Because maybe he feels, I don't know, maybe he just feels like I can't. Maybe he thought that Bridget thought he was making it up and he was trying to move. Like he was See, trying I, to, oh, you're going to pay for the dinner. I'm wondering, I don't think that he was embarrassed at all. I think this might have been a move. And he's blocking her because he's over it. Like he doesn't want to go out again. I and don't he know. he just did not want to pay for dinner. Yeah. Like he, it was going so bad. He's like, I'm not paying for yeah, this. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Do they still have people do dishes if they don't have money? I've always wondered that. That, that That's always in the have movies. Have they ever done that? I don't know. I just that, see that's that on true. TV. I don't know if they've ever done that, but I always, every time I watch a movie and it has, like, someone forgot their wall and they have to do dishes, <laughs> there's no way you can okay. do that, right? If you own a restaurant, you manage a restaurant, you work at a restaurant, have you ever had this happen with somebody? And do you put them to work, or what do you do? Uh, this is this was not a corporation, but I, I remember hearing a story of my friend that forgot his wallet, and they actually took his, I don't think you're supposed to do this, they took his driver's license as collateral for him to come back with money. Because oh, okay. it was a pretty a pretty expensive restaurant. He forgot his wallet. This is before the days of Venmo and all that stuff. Yeah. And he said, they said, all right, um, we're taking your driver's license. You go to the bank okay. or go wherever, get your card and come back. I've heard of people doing that. Like you leave something with them that you have I don't to know. have. So if you you're have a to come chain, back. I don't think you can do that. Like if, you, if you're yeah. a restaurant chain, if you're a Red Robin, I don't know if corporate Red Robin has that policy. It's a good question. Like, or it's is it a, serious enough to like, call the police or do they actually make you work? I mean, the poor server doesn't get a tip. Like, I don't know how that all works. There was a Chinese buffet in my hometown. And of course, being a, a college town, you wouldn't believe how many people would dine and dash at the Chinese buffet to a point where like they had like almost security detail. It was this little buffet in the mall 
and so many college kids just ate. I know, and they would just fill it up and dine and dash. Those jerks. They probably left a big mess, too. Probably. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Time to find out if you're smarter than Lauren. It's Listener versus Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. It's time to play Listener versus Lauren. And today's, I normally say contestant, but I actually think I want to change it now. Today's I think challenger. Oh, challenger. I think challenger sounds more intimidating. For today's, me, it's today's nemesis. Yeah, today's <laughs> challenger, Lauren's nemesis, is Todd. Good morning. How are you, my man? I'm doing great. Doing great. Wonderful. You Good ready to, to take down Lauren? I mean, what's your prediction? You think you're going to sweep her? You think it's going to be a tie? You think you're going to beat her by one question? Uh, I, know, I know what I can bring. You know, I'm going to do fine. So okay. I it's going to be up to Lauren. So she's going to be able to match it. It's going to <laughs> be up to I Lauren. Here All we right, go. All right. I'm headed out. All right. So Good Lauren out. is leaving the studio right now, and she has left the studio. All right. So it's totally soundproof. She will not be able to hear these three questions. Here we go, Todd. Question number one. What are the colors of the French flag? Red, white, and blue. There it is. I always love that, too, because it always says, you know, when you hear red, white, and blue, you always think us, but France has it as well. All right. All right. Here we go, Todd. Question number two. What fast food restaurant uses the phrase, we have the meats? Arby's. There we go. Todd, you were a perfect two for two. Question number three to go perfect here and to guarantee uh, a victory, at least a tie as well. What is the name of Dr. Seuss's egg-hatching elephant? Horton. And that is correct, Todd. You were right. You backed it up, man. You said, I'm not worried about me. It's all about Lauren. So stay on the line. I'm bringing Lauren back in right now. She did not hear any of those questions. Here we go. Don't give away any hints. Lauren is back. Now, Lauren, you realize that was pretty quick. That was really quick. Because Todd knows his stuff. He's oh, a great. smart man. All or right. maybe he was terrible and he just is a quick True. guesser. I, I don't know what it was. Question number one for Lauren. What are the colors of the French flag? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> shoot. I'm going to go red and white. I mean, red and white are on there, but you missed I think there's one of the green. other colors. Okay? I think there's a green in there. I think you're thinking of Italy. That's the Italian flag you're thinking of. Question number two. What fast food restaurant uses the phrase, we have the meats? Arby's. Yeah, I knew you'd get that one. Of course I get, of course I get that one. I don't one. know about France, but I know my meats. <laughs> question, num- meats. <laughs> question number three. What is the name of Dr. Seuss's egg-hatching elephant? What? Egg-hatching elephant? Yeah, Dr. Seuss character. Egg-hatching, egg-hatching, egg-hatching. I'm just thinking of Horton Hears a Who, but there's no egg-hatching in that. Um, Elephant, Dr. Seuss. Crap! I'm just going to have to say Horton Hears a Who. Horton is correct. It is Horton. Well, hold on a second. What 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 egg-hatching? There's In a book, Horton lays an egg. I'm pretty, I mean, I look, what? it's on my random trivia website, so it's correct. What? It has to be. Horton lays eggs. Yes. No, he hears a who on a speck. He, on he the- can, oh, he can't do both? He can't do both? Listen, I'm bringing Todd back on. Todd, you went perfect. You got Horton, <laughs> and you didn't dispute it either. You know, that's what I love. <laughs> yeah, do no you, question. Do you remember an egg hatching? I mean, I had to think back to my childhood. But yeah, yeah, see, there's nothing wrong with that. He thought well, back to yesterday. Okay. Me. I now, didn't Todd, know. why don't you let Lauren know the three colors on the French flag? Red, white, and blue, Lauren. Red, white, and blue. There's blue in the French flag. Crap. Okay? It goes now horizontal. you're right. I see yeah. it now. I yeah. see it now. All right, Todd, way to go. Perfect three for three. You, you trash talk, but you backed it up. We're going to hook you up, all right? Thanks, guys. Joey and Lauren. It is time for What Did We Learn on the show today. Now, first and foremost... We've talked about the story of the boyfriend-girlfriend in Australia that found out they were siblings and still continue to date because they didn't want kids. This story just happened. A man who has been married to a woman for six years, they have two kids together. She needed a kidney transplant. He's like, yeah, I want to. Maybe maybe I could be a match. Like, yeah, not only are you a match. my wife. The doctor finds out, no, 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 you guys are, you guys are siblings. You guys are brother and sister. How much is he regretting? Trying to go in and get yep. tested for that at this point. Because uh, now agree. you know and you can't take back what you know. Now, he posted this on Reddit. He did this whole story. He goes, yeah, I mean, I really don't know what to do. All I know is this is my wife. 
This is the love of my life, and this is the mother of my children. Most people online are actually saying, you know what? Seems like your kids are okay. Yeah, mentally, it's going to be a hurdle. Unfortunate. That's for sure. It's a very unfortunate situation, but okay, yeah. you're married six years. You've got two children. You find out my spouse is, in fact, my biological sibling, full-blood sibling. Oof. How do you move on from that? A lot of you texting 68719. This one says, at that point, you already have a family together. Too much time has passed. You can't end the relationship now. Okay. This one says, my husband and I would turn into roommates immediately. I thought about that. I, I thought about what if they say, all right, we got two kids together. We want to be the best parents ever. But this romance situation has got to, it's it's, it's too done. weird. Let's be roommates or let's almost treat each other like we're Brother ex. and sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like trying to figure out the relationship. I'm like, no, let's treat each other like brother and sister. Obviously, the oh, romance goes word. out the window. I thought if someone would suggest that, like something like your roommates or something, and then you go pursue another relationship. Yeah. This text is super interesting. It says, I once knew someone growing up who was married for 30 years and found out that their their spouse was their half sibling. Okay. That's So that's they had half. like half of the how did you how do you find out for 30 I, years? I, I don't know. I do not know. I, I don't know. This case of this guy, he Confused. was he was adopted right from the get-go. He was traveling for work, and that's where he met this woman. And I he must have been traveling to work, obviously, where his birth parents live. Or maybe, you well, know, well, I guess that's... It doesn't matter. People depend, move yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's maybe just, he, what she are the moved. odds? I know. It's just crazy. There's 8 billion people on the planet, that's and you end up thing. finding your sibling? It's just, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's bananas. No wonder you guys were MFE because you were brother and sister. We really were made for each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. They weren't twins, though, right? No, no, Like, no. that would be crazy <laughs> if they were fraternal twins. That's oh, why they're God. so, like, identical and, like, their DNA. Oh, that would be so weird. <laughs> Wait, well, your birthday? When's your birthday? That's yeah. my birthday. <laughs> That's weird. That's, uh, yeah, the, the connecting. The, I mean, the poor doctor that had to deliver that news. Because the do- wife yeah. that has to get the news. So the husband gets the news from the doctor. Husband has to tell the wife. Yeah, I look at tough. you like you're crazy. I just laugh in your face. But like, a <laughs> doctor's like, man, I'm dealing with so much, and now I got to go in and be like, yeah, we can't do the kidney situation because you guys are full blood siblings. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren on demand.